Thank God it's Friday, gonna cast out a line. The happy afternoon, sun is flying oh so high. I'm a peaceful kind of guy, most usually. But I'm hunting on the fishes in the deep blue sea. Making sure my bait is all nice and stinky. Gonna add a little, let it make the bait go sinky. We can wait another day to do the patchwork laundry. Cause now we going Yes, it is Friday, but not just any Friday. It's Memorial Day weekend Friday, which means an extra day of fishing this weekend and the opener of bass season. So it's a great weekend to have Dwayne Peterson on board because he can catch walleyes, he can catch bass, and he's next. In fact, Dwayne might be responsible for me doing this the last 29 years. Dwayne and Brother John, of course, both in the National Freshwater Fishing Hall of Fame and the founders of Northline Fishing Tackle. It's an interesting story. You you felt that we needed to have a local fishing show in the area, so you contacted my boss, and he decided I was the guy to do it. Well, you've had a good run, Kevin. <laughs> I am proud to have been a part of that uh, startup, and uh, you haven't missed a beat in those 29 years, and we sure appreciate We fishermen sure appreciate the, the good job that you've done in spreading the word and promoting the great sport of fishing. Well, I appreciate that, but I know when I was floundering early, uh, you were there to guide me to the people who knew what they're talking about, and uh, I've been able to develop quite a network. That's a, the, I love t- uh, talking to fishermen, Dwayne, because it's it's not just something they do; it's a really passionate thing for them, and uh, they're just so enthusiastic. Well, there's energy there, and and enthusiasm for you know for the sport. I think. Uh, that whole list of resource people that you've used over the years are they're great people. They're very, uh, like you say, passionate about the sport, and they're and they're willing to share it. and And I think they come with a a real diverse uh, background and a lot of varied experiences in the you know in the fishing world. and And uh, you've done a good job of bringing that to the to the people. and uh, I I've enjoyed your show all these years, and I continue to listen to it. Uh, uh, daily, you do a great job. Well, thank you, and I, and I love having you on because you can talk about so many different aspects. You talk about passion. I talk about passion. You really do have to be passionate so far this spring to get out and go fishing because it hasn't been a lot of fun. <laughs> well, it's been windy and it's been cold and it's rain, but uh, but nonetheless, uh, that's what we do. We endure the elements. Uh, we, we're challenged by the elements. We're challenged by. You know, difficult conditions and even slow fishing, and and I think we we uh, we actually are inspired uh, more by the conditions and the elements than we are by just the fish catching, and it's all part of the game, I think. And uh, we've surely been challenged this year, although the fishing has been uh, has been very good. Yeah, the weather hasn't been great, but the fishing has been good. Uh, what have you experienced out there? Well. Uh, Good fishing, you know. We've uh, we've been on oh half a dozen different of the you know the traditional walleye lakes in this area. I've been on Red Lake, and I've been on Black Duck. I've been on Big Lake. I've been on Bemidji. I've been on Andrusia. I've been on Long Lake here where I live, and and I, I try to move around a lot. I like the diversity. I like the variety, and I like being mobile. Okay. And uh, you know, I've sampled a little bit in all those places, and. Uh, and I've had have had good fishing. I've had good fishing. Uh, you know, a few trips that weren't as productive as others. But uh, if you if you grind it out a little bit and bear down and uh, play the wind and the conditions, uh, it's been pretty good. And I think we've got an extended, you know, shallow water jig bite going on because the water is still cold or cool. 
and I think that tends to extend the uh, you know the shallow water jig bite. Well, that's certainly what I've heard. That's all been about a Northland Fireball jig and a, and, a, and a shiner. Well, that's the ultimate you know presentation we think in in this early season uh, you know pursuit of walleyes particularly. But uh, you got to remember that uh, you know a jig head is basically a vehicle to to get that live bait down in the face of the fish, and, and the Fireball was built to to accomplish that and and there's lots of good jigs out there that get the you know a similar job done but the the fireball has sure been a household name amongst the fishermen uh and was a big part of the success that we had in the fishing tackle business to strike on you know a unique uh, jig of that of that sort and and then of course uh the quality of your live bait early on you know with with uh, the shiner minnows and the fatheads uh rainbows that we can get has got a lot to do with it too i always likened uh, the 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 fireball jig to coke i mean the coca-cola bottling company has a lot of flavors but uh what really keeps them going is coke and, and you guys really built an entire operation uh on the success of that fireball jig well that's true that's true you know we we uh it, it's it's the jig that pays the bills i guess is how we <laughs> describe it you know the volume uh, the volume was there, and we continued to expand it. Uh, the sizes of the of the fireball jig and the colors that we offered in the fireball jig and the the different uh, designs of the fireball jig they seemed to it, it just was a we got lucky on the name as well. You know, we trademarked the name, and it was a it was a perfect name for that particular jig, and it stuck with with fishermen. And we've been able to you know enhance the the various options that we offer in that product line and that's uh it's been it's been a big part of our of our uh fishing tackle product line okay. well as far as the walleyes go I, I would imagine we're not expecting much of a change this weekend um and and i don't see any big shift weather-wise in the next week or so no i think you're right i think that you know that i think we're fishing Similarly, right now to what we did, you know, opening weekend, the uh, water hasn't warmed very much, and the, the shiners have been pretty unpredictable. They're they just don't seem to have pulled up into the you know those shallow areas, but they're holding close by, and and at least that's what I'm seeing and I'm thinking, and and I think we've got a you know, I'm continuing to catch walleyes in that you know five to eleven foot range, uh, sand flats, shallow water uh, areas, uh, points. Even near the you know the current areas yet there's there's fish to be had and I don't think they've moved very much off the break lines or or out onto offshore structure yet. It's pretty much a shallow water happening. Uh, there's very very little weed growth yet uh, to to hold them, but they still seem to be around shallow water. At least that's what I'm finding. Not much change from you know from the past three weeks here. Right. And the other thing that uh, is encouraging for, for walleye anglers is when it warms up and we get into typical June weather, that June, uh, at least a few weeks of June, tend to be some of the best walleye fishing you're going to have all year. Plus, it's nice to be out there. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we usually figure the best walleye fishing of the sea is probably around Memorial weekend. And we're approaching that now, but I, I do think we're a little bit behind the curve as far as the development of the weather uh, usually I'm mowing my lawn by, you know, a time or two by now, and that hasn't happened yet, so, and the, the trees are barely budding, and we're behind schedule a little bit, but, but boy, once that weather pops, and we get, uh, 
you know, we get a warm up of that water, those fish are going to slide off a little bit, and and uh, and they're going to become probably a lot more active with with some warmer water. Although they'll they'll scatter a little bit, the fish will, the walleyes will, but uh, we'll have a yeah, the first couple of weeks of June could be gangbusters. Got a lot more to cover with Wayne Peterson, including his favorite fish next. We're going to talk bass. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. Take good notes so you sound smart. This is Fish and Paul Bunyan Country. It's a long holiday weekend, an extra day of fishing. Walleye bite is picking up, and of course, it's the bass opener too. My guest today, Dwayne Peterson from Northland Fishing Tackle. One of the reasons I always like to have you on this weekend is because this is a, generally a pretty good walleye fishing weekend, and it's also the start of bass season, and I know you are a, a big fan of bass fishing. Uh, what can we expect in the early bass season? Well, I think the now understand, I think that in Minnesota, the the catch-release bass season opened the same weekend as the walleye openers, so there's been some bass fishing going on now. That the, the catch-and-keep bass season really starts uh, this weekend, I think, on Saturday. I, I think that's uh, I think I'm correct in that. Yeah. But anyway, the 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 bass have not you know moved to to spawning beds yet. In in what I have seen, I've I've been in, in around quite a bit of shallow water in the last week here and. And I'm not seeing where they pulled up on any on any nesting uh, areas yet. They're real close to it. They're in a pre-spawn mode, and and they're pretty active. Uh, I think the the happening with crappies and with with largemouth bass, uh, smallmouth too, I guess for that matter. That first warming in the spring brings them to the shallow water, not necessarily to spawn right away, but rather to feed. And sometimes that's the that pre-spawn uh, opportunity can be some of the best fishing of the year. And then when they move up on the spawning beds and tighten up a little bit, they're, they're sure catchable then too. But I think you have a, a better bite, you know, prior to the spawn. So I think uh, we're behind the curve on this, you know, on the spawning of the largemouth bass and the smallmouth uh, as well. Uh, crappies too, uh, just uh, just slow to happen because of the temperature of the water. But uh, so the bass are in pre-spawn in, in my uh, in my mind. So uh, you know, bass in in our neck of the woods can be in lakes as big as Leech and Lake of the Woods, and, and then your little you know twenty acre lake behind somebody's yard. Um, what type of lake works best early season, or does it matter? I don't think it matters so much. You know, everybody's got their little hot spot and their favorites, you know, but I, I think uh, the activity level picks up as the water warms, you know, similarly to, you know, the walleye activity as we're looking for, you know, the warmest water we can find this time of the year, which precipitates the, the most active fish. And it, it's like on the bigger lakes that, that, uh, that the largemouth inhabits as a, you know, as a secondary uh, species where they're taking up a niche in a real shallow part of the lake. Generally, that northwest corner of the lake has warmed up uh, the, the quickest. That's probably where the most vegetation in the lake exists, and that probably will be the be- the first place to, you know, connect with, with the largemouth bass. And I think the, the small lakes that are very popular, lots and lots of those around our area, um, I think they're they're all varying in in when is a peak 
uh, you know, to pursue the, the largemouth. But I sometimes think we get over-concerned about temperature and, you know, spring, summer, fall uh, pursuit of, of the largemouth. They're, they're going to be in a shallow water existence in just about every lake that, that surrounds us here in the Bemidji area. And they're going to be in a biting mood 365 days a year. Uh, that's their attitude, you know. I'll take that back a little bit. They are hard to catch in the wintertime when the water's really cold. But I'm talking about open water, right. open water season. They are cooperative fish, and that's one of the reasons they're the most popular sport fish in our, you know, yeah. country is that they are willing biters, and they're, they're capable of being caught, released, caught, released, caught, released. And that's a, that's a replenishing resource that, that, uh, we have found that is, is a great sport fish to pursue. And, and you can see the growth even in our area of the largemouth bass. And it has to do with the, that, the pursuit of the fish and its willingness to cooperate with you when you get there. I guess that's the best way I can describe it. They just are, are, uh, they're not as moody and as temperamental as a walleye. And, uh, you seek them out in shallow, visible cover. And most generally, if you can get a lure around them, they'll bite it. What would you throw at them this weekend? Well, uh, I've been catching some bass on a, on a swim jig, uh, basically a lead-headed jig with a skirt with a, a, uh, paddle tail type body on it like a three inch body on it cast retrieve type lure it's a it's a horizontal fishing bait but it's it's fairly subtle because it's small and it's got a a, a uh oh a subtle wiggle to the tail paddle tail that's been very effective but uh a dipstick plastic worm is hard to beat in the in the shallow waters when the when the fish come in real shallow and are a little bit spooky Plastics are, are hard to beat, and, and, you know, we can throw hardware at them with spinner baits and topwaters, and there's just so many lures that you can, can uh, you know, throw at the large mouth. But right now, you want to be a little finessey with it, and small plastic worms, dipstick-type bait. Um, Senko is the, is the name of the original soft plastic uh, cigar shape, a little plastic bait that we, we even hook it weedless and... Uh, toss it into those shallow areas and they just can't resist it so i i think the the best advice i could give is to stay small and and a little more subtle with your baits early season when those fish are in real shallow water okay. as the season progresses here a little bit we get to more aggressive uh horizontal type baits that we move a little bit faster through the you know that uh, emerging reed beds and around the lily pads and around docks and that and that could include, uh, you know, spinner baits, uh, reed runner spinner bait, which is a is a very classic uh, bass fishing lure that has been used universally throughout the country all season long, actually. And topwater uh, enters in as well too. But there are just so many options, and and I just think the encouragement is to keep it simple and keep it relatively small and move it relatively slow this time of the year. Well, are you going to even be able to get out this weekend? I know you got a lot of stuff going on. Well, I'm, re- I'm really regretful that I wasn't able to fish today or that I didn't fish today. I, I, the weather's got me uh, on dry dock today, and I don't really like it. I was hoping to have uh, fished somewhere today. But, uh, yeah, I've got, uh, I've got graduations and, and lots going on this weekend, but we'll... Uh, 
I don't go to work anymore, so I got <laughs> I got Monday through Friday. So uh, that's a that's a luxury that not everybody has, and I'll guarantee you that I'm enjoying that, and I'm trying to max it out, and and I like to get out a little bit every day doing uh, fishing somewhere, and and uh, and various species, and this weekend maybe uh, not so much. Well, the the Peterson clan is is a, is a noted fishing family, but I don't know if you guys fish more or do basketball more at this at this stage of life. Well, I don't know. You, there, there's they're a pretty good combination uh, <laughs> with the winter months and the summer months. Uh, I'll, I'll guarantee that the basketball season cut into my ice fishing this winter by by a long shot. But I, I can't say that I missed that ice fishing. Uh, it was a brutal winter to try to to get around on the lakes and to to uh, uh, handle the snow drifts. And uh, I don't know. I just didn't ice fish as much as I did, but I sure enjoyed the basketball and. Uh, I'm trying to make up this summer for the days of ice fishing that I missed this winter, and um, I've gone, I'm off to a good start. We got the uh, KC Walleye Classic coming up, you know, in a in another week and a half or whatever it is here on the I think it's on the eighth or the seventh, and yep. we're looking forward to participating in that again, like we always do, and and uh, that's a that's a fun time for the community as well. So yeah, fishing and basketball and uh, and graduation and uh, lots going on, and we're just enjoying all of it. That's awesome to hear. Outstanding to hear. Um, going back to the bass for a little bit, I know you've been a big bass fan. Is it just that uh, that activity, that aggressiveness that you enjoy about bass fishing? Well, I think it's the pursuit. You know, I, I I'm a hunter too. I've I've always been a big whitetail hunter, and I enjoy you know the the pursuit of of the of the game and the fish. And I think I think bass fishing affords that a little bit more than and, you know, then drifting around on a piece of structure on the lake that you can't see. Bass fishing is more visual where you, you look for vegetation, you look for obstruction that that holds these fish, and you then try to come up with a plan, a lure that will penetrate that cover and get the strike and then be able to, you know, land the fish. So I think, I think the pursuit is something that, that has attracted me to the, you know, to the bass fishing game. But I also think the attitude of the fish, you know, the the willingness of the, like I said, of the of the largemouth to eat when you throw something in and around them is you're just more successful, I guess. I don't know. I've I've mm-hmm. muskies in my my day a lot, and and the temperament of the muskie is so much different than the largemouth bass because he he eats only when he He's in the perfect mood to do so, whereas the largemouth, he'll eat generally at every opportunity. And I think that just makes for more success in, in your fishing. So I think the variety is another thing. You know, in, in, the, in lure choices uh, with our bass fishing, we have tons of lure choices that we can use for different presentations, and I think that's a fun part of it as well. And And also, we seem to have good, largemouth and smallmouth bass fishing all season long throughout the open water season. They, they are just more consistent, more predictable, and you can get more bites, I guess. Uh, that's the best way I can describe it. Okay. And, you know, uh, as you noted earlier, I think more and more people are really discovering that and really enjoying that. Uh, it's getting to be more and more popular in this neck of the woods. Well, you're you're right, and you can see the you know the the growth at the youth level 
uh, with with the college uh, fishing and the high school fishing that that has been uh, started up now, and a lot of those uh, activities are surrounded, you know, with the pursuit of of the of the bass of the largemouth bass. So uh, the, the young people are attracted to it. You know, I have I have grandsons that fish and. They are way more interested in fishing for bass than they are for for walleyes, crappies, and and pike and muskies. Uh, it just seems like they want uh, they want more success. They want instant uh, gratitude from you know from the bites that they get. And uh, I, I think uh, yeah, the, the, there is a growth in popularity around the country, and and maybe the aging of our lakes has propagated more quality bass fishing you know our lakes are aging and they're becoming a little more vegetated and and invasive species now i've entered into the picture a little bit so we we don't know what the future is going to bring here but but right now as i look at you know the 50 60 years that i have fished in and around the Bemidji area the largemouth bass fishing and the smallmouth bass fishing has never been better we have more opportunities, more lakes that have that species in them than we've ever had, and and I think a lot of it's got to do with the aging of the lakes and the change of the changing of the vegetation and the structures, and and uh, I think that's got something to do with the growth and popularity as well. I'm as one who has since I've known you, Duane, uh, been advocating for keeping kids involved in fishing. You must be really happy to see the growth of the college and now the high school uh, fishing. Very definitely, yeah, yeah, very, very, very definitely. And I've always thought that that, our, that fishing really needed to be in our schools. It really needed to be part of the curriculum, and, and and particularly for those of us that live up in this neck of the woods, where where the outdoors and fishing and and hunting are such a big part of our lives. And and uh, I really think that it. Uh, it's landed in a good place that we can teach kids within the schools, uh, and they're doing that. Uh, you know, at least got a start in that regard. Now, you look at the trap shooting growth uh, that has happened right. in our in our in our school systems right now. You know, tremendous, tremendous success, and the kids are are embracing it, and they're they're, they're really loving it. And I think that's going to happen with the fishing as well. I just hope that we don't get too specialized with our, you know, pursuit of this of this fishing game at the high school level. I'd like to see it a little bit more a generalized opportunity for more people, and maybe not so much focused on on tournament fishing or focused just on you know on bass fishing. I'd rather see it uh, much more diverse uh, with a shotgun approach rather than being too specific. And we don't want to. We don't want to spoil people from the beginning that uh, they lose sight of the of the fishing from the dock with the bobber and the the entry level type fishing opportunities that uh, that grow your passion for it. You know, I think that sometimes it's it's uh, too fast to start. Right, right. I, I tell you, uh, I, I still like fishing from a dock with a, with a bobber. <laughs> I think uh, those of us that fish a lot do, and, yeah. and I I love to fish. Uh, I love to fish for my dock. I love to fish with a bobber, you know, and just a plain hook in the middle for bluegills, crappies. Uh, it's uh, it's the purest way of fishing is with a bobber and a plain hook and a worm or a minnow, and 
and toss it out from the shoreline and wait for that bobber to go down. It's just uh, that's where we started, and and a lot of us, uh, you know, we've still got that desire to do that, and I think that's what hooks kids too, you know. But it's a fast lane, you know. It's uh, <laughs> we're moving at a fast pace, and we've come a long ways over the decades, and and we've got to grow with it, and uh, we've got to find a way to to interest these kids. Uh, you know, by the way, we've got take a kid fishing coming up here yep. shortly too. You know, in the Bemidji area, which is like our thirty third year or something like that. We're real proud and excited about that program and the success we've had with it as well, and. Uh, and we need to find a way to interest the kids in, in what we do. And I think uh, sometimes we think we're failing at it, but other times we're pretty we're pretty happy with the progress we're making as well. But we just got to it, – it's just uh, I think everybody that's in this game, uh, they, they have a willingness to share the game, uh, their expertise, and the passion that they have to fish. And uh, we got to pass that back to, you know, the generations that are following us and hopefully keep a – a clean back trail and uh, and have it be a sport that uh, more and more young people want to be involved in. All right. Great great words from a great friend of the show, Dwayne Peterson. Uh, well, I guess, are you formally or are you still part of the Northland Fishing Tackle family? Oh, I'm still part of it, absolutely. I'll, that'll be in my, uh, in my book forever, I guess. I spent so many years uh, in the learn business and with, uh, with the product line and the people that uh, we're still, John and I are both still a big part of that company, and we always will be. And uh, and we're uh, we're we're proud of where we came from, and uh, we're 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 still uh, uh, promoting products for them, and and uh, uh, providing advice when we can. And there's there's good people there, and they're promoting a good product, and uh, we sure support it. That's for sure. You just don't have to go in every day anymore. I don't answer the phone. I don't answer the phone. It's, it's, uh, I had my I had my run there, and it was a good one. So I'm I'm happy to be uh, screening my calls. Let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> well, Dwayne, I'm glad you took mine. Appreciated talking to you today. Have a great weekend, and good luck next time you're out on the water. Thank you, Kevin. Fish out, Bob Barn, yeah. Country, country.